Welcome back to another episode of The Skinny on Beauty with your host, Cheryl Hawley. Cheryl's a digital and influencer marketing expert, leading lady for Orange County, speaker and acclaimed educator on the subject. She loves to inspire and help people live out their dreams through personal development topics and tools for you to be the best person you can be and hopefully a happy entrepreneur as well. So let's get happy. Let's bring in Cheryl and talk about today's topic. Hey, Cheryl. Yeah, I'm so excited for today. Thank you, everybody who's tuning in to the Skinny on Beauty today. It is, the sun is shining a little bit here in Orange County, but we are expecting some rain You soon. sound like my wife. There, it's shining over a there. Bit. No, it's yeah, not. It's a little bit. It's dreary today. <laughs> today, I'm so excited to bring to you um, a guest of mine that I, I met through local networking. And our topic today is going to be secrets to building a profitable tribe. Can we tell people this? And, is it a secret or should we share this with <laughs> World. We are going to share these secrets with you today, which is I know why you guys all follow me on social media is to learn new tips and on marketing and growing your social media channels. And Choli Spicer from Femargent is here today to talk to us about how to build a profitable tribe. And just a little bit of a background before I bring her in. She's calling in today via Skype. And, you know, back in 2017, Femargent was founded. And they started to build their community through offering curated workshops and events for entrepreneurs. The social app allows women to connect both their social lives and work lives. The supportive community of like-minded women entrepreneurs has reached from its roots in California all the way across to the East Coast, which I'm super excited to talk about with Choli today. So let's please welcome Choli Spicer. Hi, Chel. How are you doing? Hey, Cheryl. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, you're so welcome. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're so welcome. Thanks for calling in and making the time. Yeah, that's a highlight from all the rain. I actually am a native, but I can't stand the rain. (laughs) You know what? Seriously, though, it did surprise me that I enjoyed it this year. Like, I typically am the same way. I'm like, why is it raining? I'm living in Orange (laughs) County. Like, what's going on here? Right. I'm like, I don't get this. What's happening? Yeah. I live in California. (laughs) I know. I know. I would die in the Midwest. I would die. So, uh, again, thank you so much for being here today, and I'm excited to dive into you as an entrepreneur. Uh, For those of you that are listening today on the podcast, uh, Choli and I met at a local networking event in LA, and I really loved the, you know, her as an entrepreneur and learning more about her story. You know, entrepreneurship and building businesses isn't isn't new to you. And I would just really like to bring that story to the forefront of my audience and allow them some insight on like your journey as being an entrepreneur and how, how that led you to where you are today. To be honest, I've, I've been entrepreneur literally since I was born. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I think I've always had it in my blood. I've, I did the whole lemonade stand thing. I even created paper hats and sold them on the street corner. I was a, a, a very interesting kid. Yeah. I've always worked I'm I pretty much hustled all my life because I grew up with you know my my family are farmers mm-hmm. um immigrants from from Laos from the Vietnam War mm-hmm. um so they weren't educated but they were always working I've always seen them working they're farming they're always constantly like you know learning how to make money because obviously it's very hard for them to get hired on to do anything so they always had to be creative in how they earned their living and from watching them I learned at a very young age to you know, you have to create your money. You have to create wealth. You can't rely on a job to, to you know, help you out. So I've always had that 
fire, you know, mm-hmm. running through me. I started my first business because I had my kids early. I was a teenage mom. I don't want to be statistic and get stuck on welfare because I was, I was, my ego was too big. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not to knock anyone who does because there's always hard times and you have to do that. But when I got pregnant, I literally moved out of the house instantly. Like, this is what happened. You know, you move out and you know, I have to, you know, fend for myself. So mm-hmm. I didn't have the education to get a regular job because I had to quit school. Not because I was pregnant. I was just quitting school because I had other issues from, you know, I had difficulty learning in, in school. Mm-hmm. I had uh, vision problems and my parents couldn't afford to get me glasses or take me to go purchase them because they're working around the clock, 24 hours. Mm-hmm. And I've always struggled in, in class. So I would ditch school and go to the library. So, and, and I even homeschooled myself for some time. Wow, and that's then, impressive. Um, yeah, it's insane. So everything I've ever learned, I literally read textbooks and I loved it. I love reading textbooks. It's so weird. <laughs> but I, um, I enjoyed teaching myself, even though it's like a little bit difficult because you still need someone to teach you. Because I ha- was a young mom, I needed to, you know, you know, provide for my kids. Yeah. And I had no money, but, you know, I did work at, Target, not Target, I'm sorry, Kmart, it was Kmart, and oh, Kmart, I was yeah. able to get my tax return for the first time, and then <laughs> with my tax return, I bought myself a computer, and to mention, I didn't take computer class, so I had no idea how to, to type. operate it, yeah. yeah, I didn't know how to type, I didn't know <laughs> what the internet was, I heard rumors about the internet, this is when dial-up was around, and I just just curious, because I heard that it was like a huge library, and if you if discovered the internet, it was going to it's, you don't have to walk into a library anymore, which was like my second home. I loved the library. When I first turned on the computer three months after that, because I was living with my sister-in-law at the time. Well, yeah. actually, she was living with me. But she was not very kind, you know, because I didn't finish school. So she would always, like, tell me, you know, like, oh, I'm in a house full of dropouts. You guys are just a bunch of losers and hmm. all these crazy things. I was really determined to prove her wrong because she had a computer, but she was on there just chatting with people all day. Mm. And because of, you know, so I'm not regretful of her, you know, treating me that way because it really pushed me. Absolutely. Literally three months after I got my computer, I was able to do graphic design, taught myself programming. I never left my seat. (laughs) I was literally on the computer 24 hours. It was insane. So I, I have always been good at teaching myself things. So that was a step for me to start my entrepreneurship I learned how to collaborate with other people because I lacked money to start mm-hmm. a business. Mm-hmm. So I opened up my first store. The boutique, was, right? Yeah, the boutique. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because there was this gorgeous like indoor shopping center in um, Georgia. Uh-huh. And it looked like the the sections where they had the um, the stores looked like gnome houses. And I was always obsessed with gnomes all my life. And I was like, I love this place. I've always wanted to start a business. And I don't know what I'm going to start, but I need to have a store here. Yeah. I had no money. I had literally zero dollars at this point. I was like determined. I was like, I'm going to open up a shop here. And I literally went into the leasing office and said, hey, there's a lot of empty spaces here. I can help you fill them. And they're like, how are you planning on doing that? I was like, well, I can help you fill them. In return, you're going to give me space. And it worked out. Wow, look at you. (laughs) That's amazing. I was so so determined because I was like, I need to have a shop here. I had no idea what I was going to (laughs) sell. I I love it. I love it. I had no business plan. I don't, I was just 
me just shooting it like into the dark. And a young and young, I, young entrepreneur, this is this is what we do. This is how right, we grow and learn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I know it was, it was insane. It was funny. And as I was looking for, you know, people to come lease a space, there's obviously people I came across who couldn't afford a space, but they had right. products. Right. So I ended up having a gift shop slash jewelry <laughs> store, which is insane. And oh, I had products so cool. for my store. Yeah. And I got to lease my space for like the first three months with no money down at all. So, wow. which is nice. Wow. Yeah, and that was my first dive into like, you know, getting being legit as a business right. owner. Besides just selling things, right? And, yeah. yeah, and networking and with women, right? You had a lot right. of yeah. That's so and cool. And then after that, just ever since then, I've just learned to build off of that. Um, I started doing promotions, promoting concerts, hair shows, anything I can find where I can actually find sponsors and help me fund whatever it is I needed to do. So I was always hustling to get the funds I needed to pay my bills. Right. <laughs> and I've been doing that since then. And using my skills, programming, doing web design, doing graphics, and exchanging services for that. So that was that's all that's what I've always done. So I haven't had a regular job in over twenty years. That's so cool. I love yeah. that. Thank you for sharing that with us. Yeah, I, I feel like there's so a lot of people are, that are listening that can definitely relate to your story and like the growth that happens from that, you know, because when you were young and really trying to figure out life and how you were going to make entrepreneurship work, you were learning along the way of like, okay, maybe having a business plan is a good idea and maybe having a focus right. is a good idea, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and from that, because you you built skills like skills that people definitely need today web development web design that's like your new home right that's everybody's new home you know you go on survivor mode yes in survival mode like if you want there's no reason why we can't earn a living and to especially in today's age because everyone we're natural survivors and we all have a skill it could be just one skill but Mm -hmm. that skill can actually earn you some a living Absolutely. You just have to do it. You just have to do it. And and it's all about the action for sure. And and definitely the networking and building your tribe. And what I heard in your story that you shared is that you started doing that at such an early age and you built upon that process and those strengths that you saw yourself develop and and ended up building a really great business today, which is Femme Argent. And I'd love to, for people that don't know like what Femme Argent is and how the name came about, like, I'd love for you to, to share that story with us today. I'd be happy to. Um, Femmergeant is just, I've been working alone for a lot, even though I've been doing some networking, but for the most part, I worked from home for 20 years. So it became a little bit depressing, right? So Mm -hmm. I needed to connect with people. I needed to feel that support system. And even though I was doing pretty well for myself, it was still, I was still lacking that connection with others. And, you know, now that my kids are grown, they're out of the house and it's not about just doing, you know, what I need to do for business to survive anymore. It's more like I need to do something that's going to feed my soul and nourish me and help others Mm -hmm. because that's going to, that's what I really always wanted to do. I wanted to make an impact for other people. Mm -hmm. So Femmergeant came about because I wanted it to be easier for women who were like me, you Mm -hmm. know, like when you're growing up, you don't know that many people. And it's kind of, it was really, really difficult to knock on doors. I was literally cold, like doing cold sales 
door to door, literally door to door, knocking on businesses, you know, making those connections. It was very difficult, but I knew the the importance of the people that you know is going to help you with your business. It's mm-hmm. always the connections yeah. for success. And yeah. I wanted it to make it easier for other women to make those connections. Mm-hmm. You know, on LinkedIn, it's great, but at the same time, it's it, it's intimidating to be on LinkedIn and say, hey, you know, can you sponsor this with me or let's do this together? And I don't even know you, right? Facebook, you can't really promote yourself and market yourself in certain groups because you'll get kicked out. So there wasn't really, I didn't feel like there wasn't a full support for women Mm -hmm. in terms of finding a space where we can connect with each other easier and on a friendlier level and not Mm -hmm. such a intimidating space. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, we couldn't really market and promote ourselves so we can make money because that's a part of, you know, you know, supporting women in business or people in business in general. So Femmergeant is just a space where we can feel like, hey, this is, it's not just about business, which is great. But for me, I love to work with people that I can connect with on a genuine personal level. And it's just warming and it's supportive. And I feel like I can just reach out to Cheryl. It's like, hey, Cheryl, let's do this together. And it won't be weird. Right. Right. <laughs> and because this is where you do it. Femmergeant is where you do that. Right. And then if you feel like finding people to, um, you know, get off for support or, you know, teach you some things. And it's, it's a great place for that, for resources. And then also I wanted to create a space where you can freely market your services and your mm-hmm. business and actually earn a living and make money. That's why we created the uh, marketplace feed. It's on the app um, and you can like pretty much post what you're selling. Kind of like Udemy, if you have courses, you can sell it on there so you can make money and promote freely without being judged because it's obviously sectioned off where it won't irritate people. Right. Yeah, there are different sections within the app where, you know, you can have like the collaborative section where you're just mm-hmm. building your community and really reaching out to people. And then the the marketplace where you actually right. sell things, right? Mm-hmm. And, and, and a general start, feed where you just make friends and connect and on a personal right. level. Right. And, and yeah. I love that you related it to LinkedIn and Facebook, kind of like a hybrid between the two, because it does it does act as a social app and it, it allows you to create an environment to connect with women locally that you can, you know, then do maybe meet at one of your curated events. I know that you right. do also like workshops and um, other like hosting events brunch and luncheons and things like that for your community to really personalize the online and offline space. Yeah, that's important because we need a reason to get out of the house, especially now a lot of women (laughs) are working from home. A lot of us are because it's so easy to be your own boss now. You know, everyone can start an online business. Boss Uh, up. But yeah, exactly. But we need to like still get out and like connect in person. And I think that was important for me to add on to that because, you know, we are Everyone is really connected online, super connected online, but not, we can't, we're not really connected in person. So I wanted to make sure that we offered a blend of that. And um, on the platform, we're going to make sure that, you know, we create, you know, opportunities for women to connect and create up Femmergeon events in their, in their area and they can host it themselves. Oh, that's cool. So like a community leader. Right. Exactly. No, I love that because I know that you recently had an event. It was like beauty and branding. Right. So you highlighted one of your members. Is that is Mm -hmm. that how that went? I wasn't able to make it to that one. I know. It's okay. Well, we can do one together soon. Yeah. Yeah, We still need to work together. I would love to. Yeah. Thank (laughs) you. Yeah, I would love to. Tell us a little bit about those workshops like and how you highlight some of the members. 
pretty much when you're creating a network, you want to make sure that you utilize your network in terms of, you know, everyone has a skill that they need, they can offer to help other people Mm -hmm. in your community. You don't have to be the Jane of all trades and be the only one teaching them. You know, you can, you know, reach out to someone in your community who is doing a great job at it and then offering them an opportunity to, to shine and put themselves in the forefront so then they can also build a network from your network and vice versa. You know, yeah. it's a win-win situation when you do that. When you offer someone a platform, they had they know people, you know people, you know, we bring them together and then the network just gets bigger. So and that's what my goal is when we create workshops is just to highlight um, mm-hmm. women in our community and offer, you know, resources at the same time and then grow at the same time. Right. And then be able to connect back right in the app and build that relationship instead of maybe because not everybody I know it's such a digital age, but I still come across people that I network with. And I respect the fact that maybe they don't want their Facebook to be a business profile. Right. And so they don't want to connect with everybody or LinkedIn. It's it it is lacking, although it's a great platform. I have nothing bad to say about it, but it it does lack a little bit of an emotional connection. So there's not really when you're inside LinkedIn, it's more of like a business mindset. So I love that, you know, this space that's being created within the app is definitely targeted and it's it's open and it's 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 a community oriented space. And I bet people are like kind of wondering like what type of businesses they'll find in there is there a specific like niche that you have or or is it a catch-all we have we literally have an array of Mm -hmm. different businesses we have a lot of coaches okay we have a lot of people who are doing pr and marketing yeah we also have a lot of people who have their own clothing lines and their own online boutiques so pretty much everything that you can imagine so it's it's a perfect space where you can pretty much find everything that you need graphic designers web designers i didn't target any specific industry when i started yeah i just literally which was would probably would have been smart too but i didn't do that and but it grew organically the way it did and i i think it's I think it's it's working. <laughs> no, it is working. And like mm-hmm. that could always be, you know, something that's added in later. I think that it's great that it's open to everybody because everybody needs this right now. Right. You know, exactly. And how exactly. big would you say your community is? We have a mailing list of over 16,000 plus and growing. Ooh, um, that's yeah, not even insane. two years in, girl. I know. <laughs> and uh, the reason for it is because I was actually building it before I actually started the community. Oh, I, um, I see. I built a list beforehand. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, since you were 15. Well, not since I was 15. <laughs> 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 we're like, probably like a six months before I started the like, actual community. I'm kidding. Because I wanted to see if people actually wanted the app. Of and course. Just something I really recommend everyone doing before you put any money into any type of business idea. Make sure that there's a market for it. And the best way to do that is to do a, uh, a mailing, an opt-in page. A waiting list. Oh, I love that. Yeah, I think it's a great yeah. time to talk about building your tribe. Mm-hmm. So you know, and and I love that. So let's touch on that again. Let's let's go over that first tip. The first tip is just to build your tribe. This is what I did. Um, besides the mailing list, which I highly recommend. Right. The mailing list mainly is not just to build your tribe. It's just to build interest in whatever it is that you're doing before you actually invest the money and the time and effort into creating it. Like you're going to create a software, you're going to create a program, mm-hmm. a business idea. You want to make sure that there's actually people who want it because then you'll create a product and nobody wants it. Then you're screwed. 
Right. So knowing, <laughs> no, you're fine. Yeah. <laughs> so knowing um, knowing what your business is all about, and, and kind of, it, are you talking more along the lines of like market research, like doing your market, market research? research. Mm-hmm. Yeah, market research, and also, it's good to have people waiting for what it is that you are going to create. Yeah, um, and don't worry about the good idea. Everyone has the same idea. No one is an original. Stop tripping over that. It's okay. it's better. Do not right. like trip over. Oh, I don't want to do a mark uh, an opt in page because someone's going to steal my idea. It's going to be the executioner that's going to win, and then yes. not everyone is going to want to work with you or work with the other person. It's right. it's you that makes a difference. Mm-hmm. So I I really highly recommend you like doing an online survey or getting people to opt in to wait for whatever it is that you're building. Like say, hey, I'm creating this. You know, get on the wait list and see how many people jump on before mm-hmm. you you know put in the effort to do that. But if we're talking about building a network, so I'll, I'll get back <laughs> on the topic. For me, when I first started, it was, I started a, a meetup group. Okay. And I highly recommend everyone do a meetup group because it's very intimidating when you go into a networking event without, if you're, if you're starting out and, um, you know, getting yourself to speak to strangers, right? Yeah. So if you are the one who is organizing the meetup, you don't have a choice. Right. But to speak to strangers and <laughs> welcome them and learn, you know, re, you know, build that social skill of yours. You right. know, like for me, I wasn't in traditional school for so long. It, you know, what school would have helped me with is learning how to interact with people. And I didn't naturally have that skill. So I have to figure out, I had to build it, create an opportunity for myself to learn that skill. And that's how I did it by um, starting a meetup group. And I'm a shy, I was a super shy person. And I was like, and, but I'm also, I love, you know, when people come to my home, I don't want them to feel uncomfortable. Right. So when they come to your event, you don't want people to feel uncomfortable. So you're forced to accommodate and put yourself out there and speak to them. And it's a great way to make yourself a leader in your industry if mm-hmm. you're the one hosting that event. So I encourage you to create a meetup group. Oh, that's such a good tip. Thank you for that. Yeah, I agree with you on that. I, For myself, you know, I do a lot of public speaking, but that is really how I started is, is just creating my own events and putting myself out there, putting myself in uncomfortable positions and mm-hmm. growing from that. Right. That's a great yeah, tip. Just, that's awesome. And I need to attend to your events. <laughs> I need to <laughs> check out one. You sponsored a few, yeah, but you I definitely did, need to attend to a come. few. <laughs> you live so far. I, need to, like, I just need to move in closer. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> For me, what I recommend is you don't always have to sell yourself, sell yourself to build a network. And what I mean by this is when you are, let's say if you're out and about and meeting new people, Mm-hmm. allow them to sell themselves to you because you want to know who they are and what they do for a living. You want to know if they're actually right for your network and you want to learn more about people genuinely. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I've been in situations where if you're, if someone is, you have to be self-aware at the same time. This is what Absolutely. I really feel like a lot of people can use this tip is because if you're self-aware, see if that person is actually interested in what you're saying. Mm-hmm. And if they're not, then see what is it that they want to share with you because sometimes people need to, you know, be acknowledged. Mm-hmm. You know, there's different types of um, interactions that you can have with people and you don't necessarily always have to sell yourself to them mm-hmm. because if you allow them to sell themselves to you, then you are opening, you're, you're letting their, they're letting their guard down because mm-hmm. you're like, this person had the, the, the patience to learn about me. Mm-hmm. Now you have plenty of time to speak. 
Mm-hmm. So when you create that personal rapport, that's very important to build your network because you want people to generally feel acknowledged and yeah. respected. And, you know, you want to let, let them know that they are important to you. And I think that's a huge, huge thing for me, especially this is from my experience of networking. Yeah. Um, when there is someone who is doing all the entire talking all the time, though, too, like people, you can see their faces and they just want to leave. They want to get away because they're like, okay, I didn't even have time to speak here. Yeah. This person had no, no, no interest in me. Right. So why should I have interest in this person? So you have to be self-aware. You know, it's a give and take conversation to make sure you do that. And it's not always necessary for you to tell them everything that you're doing. Yeah. Because we're all doing too not, many. Yeah it's, yeah. it's a give and take, you know, yeah. like learn when to speak and when to shut up and listen. <laughs> yeah. And genuinely have interest in learning about that person because there's no sense of you building a network of some people of people who you don't even care about. Right. <laughs> right. Right. It's true. That's a great tip. Thank you for that. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm, I'm glad I can help. You're really good I'm... at that too. Like I, I mean, yeah, I can see that you do that. So really personalizing things goes a long way. I, I feel like especially budding entrepreneurs, they're, their nerves get away from them and they feel like they have to just kind of like tell everything all at once, you know, right. instead of building yeah. that relationship, which is really about building an authentic tribe. Yeah. Authentic, authenticity is huge. And then there's got to be some mystery to you. You know, yeah. <laughs> there's no reason to meet up with you again if you told them your whole life story the right. first moment you met them. <laughs> so, you know, and, and, and at the same time for you, you're you're missing out on who you're talking to, because what I've learned, I, I love meeting new people is because I'm always learning something. Yeah. And um, mm-hmm. that's my favorite part is like when learning. you're always speaking, you're not learning anything. Mm-hmm. But obviously you want to share as well, you know, so there's just that right moment and time to do that. Right. Just being self-aware, giving enough space for for the person to sell themselves and then, you know, speak when obviously if there's interest in someone who wants to be to learn more about you. Yeah. And then, and then if, and if they're not showing that at that moment, there's plenty of opportunities to do that. Because you need to build that rapport, that trust with that person first. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. My third and, yeah. one. I, I guess it's similar to the meetup, you know, creating opportunities for yourself mm-hmm. is my third. Because you need to, not every time opportunity is going to come knocking on your door. Mm-hmm. So you don't put yourself out there. You're not creating opportunities for yourself to, to network and build and grow. Mm-hmm. So if you want to have a, you know, Get your name out there. Hey, I want to do a workshop. Let's, you know, I'm going to put myself out there and ask someone, hey, you want to do one with me? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. you know, you need to be brave and, and have the courage to put yourself out there and create opportunities for yourself because it's not always going to happen for you. Not, a, you know, you're not going to, you know, you're going to be sitting forever waiting for someone to email you about coming yeah. to speak somewhere right that's true yeah, yeah really mm-hmm. the the action behind it too and just be collaborative be collaborative, yeah, be collaborative people it's not always like you were saying back to one of your tips it's not always about like the cell exactly yeah it's not always about the cell because it's always about the cell it people are smart they can sniff you out like super fast like you're not fooling anybody yeah if all the only thing is in your head is money 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 and i need to sell you this and you're just going to turn people off and they're going to walk away. You know, always looking to create opportunities for yourself and at the same time 
creating opportunities for them, whoever you're asking. Right. Mm-hmm. So before you ask anyone, you know, it's like, how can this be a win-win situation for the both of us where we right. can create opportunity to both grow in this moment? That's why collaboration is so important. Mm-hmm. And collaboration is creating opportunity for yourself to, to get out there. Mm-hmm. I love that. I don't know if it's fourth tip, but just to remember to have your heart in the right place, I think, in what you're doing. Yeah. I think that's important to building yeah. a network. Because mm-hmm. if you're building a network, that means you want to create a, a network that genuinely wants to support you. Mm-hmm. And if your heart is not in the right place and you're just about taking, then you're not going to create that, the type of network you want, which is the... Um, the secrets to building a profitable tribe. Yeah, it's not going to yeah. be profitable for you. Yeah, yeah. It's not going to be profitable for you if all you think about is profit. And it's, just, it's funny, you have to just let that go. Right. Even if, you know, a lot of people will say, well, I don't want to do this because I'm not making any money from it and I'm not going to, you know, give my time, which is, it, it, it makes sense. You know, some people like feel like they give, give too much and then they're not getting anything in return. But I'm a strong believer in karma and your, your actions giving is never a bad thing. And patience. If you're giving with the intent of like, I better get something back from this, Mm -hmm. then you're probably not going to get anything back from it because your heart's not in the right place. Mm -hmm. And then you're going to look at collaboration or exchange services as a negative thing because you, your heart wasn't in the right place to begin with. That's just my personal belief. I don't know how other people feel about that. But for me, that's, that's my core value is giving is never a bad thing. Never a bad thing. No, and it's not. And I I love that you mentioned that because it really aligns with like your second tip of of just being self-aware, really understanding yourself because like that give and take. I mean, there are lines for that. um, And Mm -hmm. and always having your heart in the right place is something that should just be a focus, a focus to grow. Mm -hmm. But really understanding, you know, who you are and understanding where other people are will take you a long ways when you're building your tribe from from my personal experience right exactly and it doesn't even have to be you getting something back from the person you gave to you know um i think good energy comes in different ways and in different forms and from different sources as long as you're continuing to let go of always having to be getting something yeah you know i need this back this this belongs to me i've done so much and this for this person didn't do anything for me that energy is just blocking you and i think that you can't have a profitable network if you're always wanting something from your network without genuinely giving yourself to it right i love it thank you so much for sharing your tips they they were great (laughs) i know that (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah and they definitely knowing you personally like they definitely shine through like and that's the best part about you know hearing what you had to say today is that like you're really walking the walk and and really doing the deal and i love it i love watching you grow and seeing you at different events and i really do hope that you move closer i know you've talked about it a couple times Let's wait till my son finishes high school. Three more years and we're good. Or two and a half now, but yeah. Okay, so maybe not as soon as I wanted. (laughs) But I have to tell you, Cheryl, like what I've always been drawn to you is that you are genuinely, you know, a heart-centered person. And I love that about you. And I have to just let you know that, like, I've always been drawn to you because of that. You've been helpful in so many ways, just your support and being, you know, following me on my journey it means a lot oh thank you that means a lot to me i appreciate that (laughs) 
Thank you for this opportunity to be on. Yeah, you're definitely welcome. And now that we're at the close of the show, I would love to hear the quote that you brought. Life is never, you know, know, the the saying that life is a journey and uh, life is about the journey, not the destination is is untrue because life is always going to be a journey. There will never be a destination and just enjoy it. Ooh, I like that. <laughs> and it is a journey. And it's hard it it's hard at times to enjoy, isn't it? <laughs> there, yeah, you don't there's no destination. There'll never be. Right. Every milestone you hit, you're always wanting more. And yeah, just and stop growing beating yourself up over it. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't reach it. Yes, I love that. Mine is from L. R. Nost and it's tell your story, shout it, write it, whisper it if you have to, but tell it. Some won't understand it, some will outright reject it, but many will thank you for it. And then the most magical thing will happen. One by one, voices will start whispering, me too. And your tribe will gather, and you will never feel alone again. I love that. Isn't that nice? That's deep. Yeah, I, love it. <laughs> I saw it and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so sharing that. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, I really liked it too. And again, thank you, Choli, so much for being on the show today. And um, I look forward to seeing you at the next event. <laughs> I'm grateful for this opportunity. And thanks again for having me. Yeah, you're welcome. And thank you, everybody. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) And thank you, everybody who's listening today to the Skinny on Beauty. I really do appreciate you and the time that you you spend learning from these tips on on my podcast. Please, if you're listening on Instagram today, make sure to take a screenshot of this episode and send it to me and I can reshare it on my page. If you're on iTunes, please make sure to leave a review so that I can learn more about what you want to see and hear from this podcast and building your own personal business online. Thank you for listening. Until next time, stay beautiful, Orange County.